All right, I think we're... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're ready to start. You guys ready to start? Yeah. I think yeah, we're so. good. Let's do this thing. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I'm your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Green Elite. Green, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, my uh, basement's kind of holding holding the water at bay but like i keep like getting like little milliliters of water coming out of the drain i'm starting to get a little anxious by it but i'm doing good how are you i'm doing fine doing fine and of course just as we start the show the train has to show up uh with us 99.9 percent of the time it's the powerful the beautiful it's the revs fan a man who has the cleanest and most breathable sinuses this side of the mississippi how you doing padre i can smell the rainbow I, 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 I huffed a big, big, long, long rip off of one of these vapor sticks right before we started, and it was the worst decision I've made in the last 17 minutes. <laughs> but aside from that, I'm doing great. How many, how many decisions have you made in the last 17 minutes? Six. And that was the worst of them. Okay. Lighting the candle was a good idea, though, because now it's yeah. like I can smell this bay rum candle. Ooh, bay rum. Bay rum. All right. Well, uh, we're going to start getting into the show here. We appreciate you guys for joining us and watching and listening. It always means a lot to us that you guys take the time to check out the show. If you guys miss any part of the show today, you can catch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. Uh, every week on the show, we have a question of the week. Let us know your answer in the live chat comment section of this episode if you're on YouTube, or you can even tweet at us. All of our handles are down below or and also on the screen right now and our question of the week this week is what if zelda right the the little guy from the from the legend of zelda games with the with the green hat and the master sword what if zelda was a girl i can't wait for the cross play or the the cosplay of uh you know the fem switch yeah zelda yeah yeah so let us know what you think would happen in the games if Zelda, again, the little dude with the Master Sword from those Nintendo games, if he was a girl. Is there anything else that we need to do before we get into uh, the, the show this week? No. All right. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Rev, you got, some, you got your hands on a game. I did. Oh, my God, I did, and I had such a blast with it. Okay, so... Let's talk about it. I got to uh, I got to get my hands on a uh, early release Twitch exclusive pre-launch event for Cyanide Happiness's Freak Apocalypse. Now, full disclosure, I was I was provided a, a game key for this by uh, the PR agency that represents Explosum and Serenity Forge. Explosum, of course, being the creators of Cyanide Happiness and the actual devs of this game, and Serenity Forge being the publisher. They also published. Um, Never song, which I covered on the podcast a while back, that was really good. Uh, Beside Unhappiness's Freak Apocalypse was a was a really fun point and click. I'll, I'll give them credit where credits due on the fact that it was lengthy for being a point and click and for only being part one of a three part game coming, um, which I was unaware of when I started playing. I didn't know it was going to be in three parts until at the end. Um, I had actually one of the uh, the lead directors for the game in my chat at the time. And he was telling me at the end that it was going to be a um, it was going to be a three part series. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, but it, it starts out, you know, you're you, you play this character um, named Coop and he's kind of like the loser in high school. And if any of you know, side nine and happiness's sense of humor. Holy crap. Is it dark? It's funny. It's dark. It takes so the, the main storyline, not necessarily as uh, as much in this realm as the side quest, but it takes a lot of the side night happiness shorts into consideration. So there's um, La Telepathe. Uh, apparently, uh, Ted Bear made an appearance, and I I didn't get to that side quest, which made me sad. I really uh, I really like Ted Bear, but the game was a lot of fun. Uh, it, it, it's a point and click, but it it's really in depth. Has a lot of side quest options and. 
you actually get to interact with like every item in three different ways, whether it be uh, observation, chatting, or touching it. And depending on if you like click the wrong thing on somebody, it, it'll give you like a funny little dialogue. Like I went to go talk to my grandmother in the game, and I actually hit the hand button. He's like, "I don't want to touch my grandma inappropriately," and I was like, "No, no, 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 that's that's not what this is about." <laughs> and but it was a it was a lot of fun. It really stood the it really stood with the side night and happiness humor in a very true sense of the word. Uh, side night and happiness did have another game a few years ago. Uh, it may have only been a couple of years called Rapture Rejects. It was like a battle royale style game. But side night and happiness wasn't necessarily the devs for the game. They just were part of the creative direction of it. Or Explosum, technically, yeah, Explosum is the ones that make side night and happiness. But this game was hundred percent their own. They went out there, they made this game happen, and then uh, Serenity Forge published it for them. And by the time it was all said and done, I was sad that I don't have Chapter 2 yet, because it was a ton of fun. I would highly recommend it at any uh, to anybody that likes, you know, kind of mature comedy, because it, it played well, you know, most point-and-clicks do. There were some issues I was having with the audio leveling that may have been because it was pre-release technically, you know, it was the day before. Um, where if it would go to a cutscene, it was a lot louder than the rest of the game. But aside from that, it was an absolute enjoyable experience. Didn't run into any kind of like glitches or any kind of thing that would you know make it less fun or unplayable. So yeah, it, it was a ton of fun. I, I really loved it. Yeah. So, so real quick here, some things I'm noticing. It's already on sale for ten percent off. Yeah, they did a launch sale. Like as soon as it launched, mm -hmm. they did the ten percent off with it. So it usually MSRPs for nineteen ninety nine American. It's currently mm -hmm. um, at this point in time uh, seventeen ninety nine American on Steam. Mm -hmm. um, I do have stats for system requirements, and I'm noticing it's uh, pretty bare bones. Yeah. Um, Windows XP Vista seven eight or later, a two gigahertz processor, four gigs of RAM. And NVIDIA GeForce GTX 60, I'm sorry, 680, uh, 2 gigs, uh, or an AMD Radeon R9 3080, 4 gigs, DirectX 9, and 3 gigs space on your hard drive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. It, 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 it's not a very, uh, very heavy, heavy duty game, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, continue, continue. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, I know, uh, I know Green got a kick out of it when he was in there because he, you know, he's a big Side Nine Happiness fan. We, um, he's a he's a big fan of the La Telepathe. Here you are, son. Your plate of yeah. So go, you can go watch it on my YouTube. Shameless self promote there, uh, or you could go buy the game yourself. Either way, but regardless, yeah, it was um, it, it was like like you said, it does. It's not a very um, resource heavy game. It was once again ton of fun. Stuck with the humor and. Uh, Aside from that, it was uh, it was pretty pretty self explanatory. Like, like if you know Side Nine Happiness, you know what you're going to get into playing this. But like like what about you, Green? What what, what do you think of it? What, what what are your thoughts on it? Oh, it was solid. Like uh, from what I watched of it, like I'm I'm probably going to pick it up here shortly. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing I did want to poke at is like uh, on Steam, it is also saying that one of the developers is Skeleton Crew Studios, and I don't want them to be left out if that's the case. Ooh, I did not see their name pop up when I pulled it up the first time. So thank you for bringing that up. Skeleton hey. Crew Studios, you said? Yep, Skeleton Crew Studios. Nice. Well, I appreciate you bringing that up. One thing I did notice when you were playing, though, like this is very uh, minor, very, very minor, is that um, some of the chat uh, blurbs, I would say, um, mm -hmm. when you're talking to someone, sometimes like their mouth would move for like half a second and then stop moving. Okay. That was the dialogue would keep going a lot of time. That was my fault. So if you're, if you're going through dialogue and you click before the dialogue finishes processing, it autofills the box and the mouse stop moving. Uh, um, but if you just let it run, it'll continue going. Gotcha. That, so that, yeah, that was on me. I would, uh, I would accidentally click, uh, I would double click or something and it would just, it would autofill the text box while also, uh, making the mouse stop moving. If you don't do that, then it continues looking like um, like a natural conversation in a way. The only, it, it is weird sometimes, like how you'll see the dialogue boxes move, but not you know the the people in the actual game. Um, I thought that was kind of weird. You know, I mean, I I don't know how much resources go into making the mouth move in the game itself or or whatnot, but 
but yeah, I, I did notice that as well. Um, again, it's not like a game breaking thing or anything. Cause honestly I was, uh, I always, Reiner. yeah, I, I read along with stuff anyway. So I didn't even notice if the mouths were moving or not. Um, cause I'm a huge, I'm a huge subtitles guy. Uh, having two kids, subtitles are an absolute must in my household. And so I find myself reading along with stuff all the time anyways. But yeah, that, um, in, in regards to the actual, like the picture next to the dialogue box, that was because I was, I was clicking through too quick. That, so that one was on me. So fast. Yeah. Just, fast. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. So what about, you, what, what about you, Danny? You got any questions about the game? Well, my first question I was going to ask does can we get this uh, debate settled? Are you a subs or a dubs guy? Let's get the, this is probably a better question for anime for humanity, but you know what? I'm going to ask the hard questions right now. You ask the hard hitting ones. Okay. So most of the time, most of the time I'm a sub guy. Um, the only exceptions being any anime that I started out with in dub, like, like cowboy bebop, dragon ball, stuff like that. I prefer dub in that because it's just what I know. But if I'm going to start a new anime, I'm, I'm a, I'm a sub guy. I, I just, the reason being a lot of anime do this one thing that I do not like, and it sounds way worse in English than it does in Japanese. And that's where they do this like long lingering way drawn out inner monologue about an event that's going on in front of them at the time. And it's like this really in-depth explanation of what's happening in front of them. And in English, it just seems ridiculous sometimes. That's why I couldn't get into Demon Hunter. I started it and my wife has, she watches anime dubbed because she just doesn't like to sit there and read while she's watching. And so we started Demon Hunter because we kept hearing good things about it. And that first episode that that there was so much of that. I was like, I can't do this. And so, but that doesn't sound, it's not as off-putting for me in Japanese. So most anime I watch subbed. To be fair, like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you're referring to Demon Slayer, right? Or Demon Slayer, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, to be fair, the dub for that was absolutely horrible. Yeah, it's not good. It was. I'm not, I'm not it a was fan. Very low budget for like how big that anime is, especially in in Japan. Like that is a very low budget dub. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it it. I I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. It's it. Mm-mm. I nope. <laughs> I apologize for the tangent. Um, I was gonna ask, what's the main gameplay loop here? Is it is it is it combat focused or is it more point and click adventure where you like where you're finding things and trying to figure out how the puzzle works? It's it that the latter. It is definitely the latter. So to to give it like a rundown without any spoilers, um, you play this kid who, like I said, is an absolute dork that nobody likes, even though he's like he's not a bad kid. He's a cool kid. But uh, you you play him and the beginning of the game up until the end of part one, you're just trying to one, avoid getting the shit kicked out of you by bullies and um, getting your grandma laid. Yeah, there's there's that part. Um, But aside from that, yeah, it's like a lot of part one was leading up to the big thing, because, I mean, you notice the game's called Freak Apocalypse. You know, like and and all of the artwork and stuff shows like this post-apocalyptic wasteland and stuff like that. None of that happens in this part that the whole first part leads up to the event of the freak apocalypse. Um, and, and so I think a lot of this was just kind of getting you more in tune with the characters and how they all fit together, because it does really give you like a really good uh, idea of how all the characters are intertwined in one way or another. But aside from that, it's uh it's mostly just set up you know, for the for the next part. And I I think the first or the second part, sorry, is supposed to come out later this year. Fingers crossed, because I, I want to get my hands on it ASAP. And then but, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask because it just reminds I, I think it's kind of hard not to draw this comparison. But how does it compare to the South Park games? Um, it it. It, I, to me, it wasn't very similar, you know, because the South Park games do have like a battle system and uh, at least. OK, so I never played. Um, what was the first? The Stick of Truth. I never played the Stick of Truth, but I played the Fractured Butthole. Um, and it was very, very different in a lot of aspects, aside from kind of that aesthetic, like the aesthetic is kind of similar. While the South Park one maintains that, like, what is it? Construction paper kind of aesthetic. This one does have the more side nine happiness cartoon aesthetic. Aside from the aesthetic being similar, 
they don't really seem very similar to me because of the fact that South Park has like a battle system and and stuff like that. And that may change. That may change once the the you know freak apocalypse takes place. So that all that all that all may come to a head at that point. But as of right now, no, it's uh, I, I wouldn't say that they were very similar. Now some people did draw a lot of comparisons in the humor, um, which I could definitely see. The humor, obviously, with South Park and Side Night and Happiness in general being being kind of in tune. The gameplay in and of itself, I didn't feel like there was a lot of similarity there. This one was more just like pure point and click style. A lot of a, a lot of puzzling, you know, like trying to figure out, okay, I got to get this to to put together with this to get over this obstacle type of stuff. Gotcha. Well, that's yeah. that's all the questions I had. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's not really much else to say, but uh, Green, I hear you got yourself a new chair. So why don't we talk about that for a minute? I want I want to hear about your new chair. Tell me about Ooh, it. I have a new chair. Uh, so I'm going to start this off with the I desperately needed a new chair. Uh, not only was my chair from like the 70s, old square body, all metal, no cushion. Like there was a cushion, but it's long since been gone. Um, it was really hurting my back. So I decided to go to Staples and actually sit down and try a chair. Because if you all remember uh, last time I reviewed a chair, I did not like it at all. I ordered it off of Amazon or Newegg, I think. And it was not a fun experience. Uh, so I went to Staples. I actually bumped into a very nice gentleman um, who was also in the market for a chair because he was working from home. Um, we got to talking about uh, you know my streaming and uh, the podcast while we were waiting for them to find these chairs in the stock room. Um, and I was going to initially pick a different chair. Um, but they didn't have the color uh, that I wanted. They had it in blue, which would clash with my blue screen. Um, so I went with the Union and Scale Croy, which was actually the exact same chair that the other guy got um, for the exact same price. Um, it was on sale at Staples for $169.99. Um, I got a $19 three-year warranty plan for it for, for yeah, $19.99, I believe. Um, it's a full mesh chair. Uh, you can, can you can control like the actual back and forth tilt, um, and as well as just the back like the actual back piece, how far that tilts back and forth. Um, as I said, it was all mesh. Um, the base is metal, like the actual legs are metal, which is a very good uh, product for me because I'm a you know, I'm a hefty boy. You don't see that a lot. You don't you don't see metal bases a lot. Not much anymore now. It's all plastic and cheap. So, yep. um, but if uh, if the gentleman that was at Staples that I was talking to uh, happens to come uh, across this uh, podcast, thank you very much. I very much appreciate it. Uh, it was a fantastic choice. Um, I've never like night and day uh, differenced with a chair. Like my the in between those my my shoulder blades because I had to force myself to sit up straight, I always ended up hunching forward, um, which was causing a lot of back pain, especially in the, the upper part of my back. Um, now I have not had that. Um, my ass has never been happier. So <laughs> uh, I believe, as I said, it was on sale $169.99. Um, normally, I think it was $199.99, um, which is not bad for a good chair. Um, it is an ergonomic chair. It is not a gaming chair. Can, can um, you show? Can you show the folks at home, Green? Can you can, can you show the folks at home? I have to get up though. Come on! All right, come on! Show the goods. I, <laughs> it, he showed my shitty gameplay from that game. You gotta you gotta show the goods on this chair. As I say, do I need to? I could pull it up. Pick it up. Pick the Pick. chair up. You hulking beast! You. Oh All yeah. Right, that's a nice. That's a nice looking chair. That's it looks. Nice looking... Looks very breathable. It is very breathable. I have not like felt hot at all. Yeah. In this chair. <laughs> No, no back sweats on them apex lobbies now. No, absolutely not. No, just the just the fat sweats, the folds. Can I uh, real quick? I I know I'm derailing the show a lot, but I just want to do a quick shout out to Lou Merck who just raided us uh, in the live stream. And if you guys are interested in checking out his music, if you guys are like, you know, listening on the on the feed, he also does our intro music and our outro music, or just our intro True. and our ad music. So uh, check him True. out. Uh, can, uh, so no swamp ass. 
No swamp ass, no. No swamp ass. That's always a, uh, always a good sign. See, as a fellow chunky boy, I have that problem of, of, of having that, like, that sweat beat up right there in the middle of your back, and mm-hmm. then in the middle of some, some hot gameplay action when you can't move, you can feel it trickle down the small of your spine yeah. between, your, between your back chunks, and then right down betwixt the cheeks it goes. And you're like, motherfucker, ruins your whole experience. Uh, my biggest thing was, like, staples. Like, uh, the people at Staples were very nice. They had, like, all their chairs out in display, so you could actually sit in them and try them. That was my biggest thing. Like, I don't want to buy another chair that I can't sit in first. When you said my biggest thing was staples, and we were just talking about sweat going down to the butt, I'm like, wait, you got staples in your ass? And then I remember you bought it from Staple. Yeah, whoops. (laughs) Staples is where I got it from. Um, I honestly would give this a solid, like... I don't want to go like super high because there's a few features that I would I would like it to have, but I mean it was less than two hundred dollars. So for what I got, it was definitely like an eight out of ten. For, as far as chairs go, for a budget chair, definitely a ten out of ten. Yeah, one sixty nine doesn't seem much. It doesn't seem like a whole lot for a chair with like metal like metal legs and yeah. actual like solid framework. That's pretty awesome. Because well, the these things are right trash. Don't waste yeah. your money on one of these. Yeah, the, the chair I was looking at was wasn't uh, an autonomous uh, Ergo Chair Two online, and I like it again. Like I don't want to buy a chair online that I can't actually sit in first. So that's why I went to Staples. Actually, sat in the chair. Um, the other chair that I I was gonna get had a headrest, and it was on sale. It was like eighty dollars off at one sixty nine. I was going to get that chair. Um, but when I sat in this one, it was it was like, like the exact same chair. It felt like the same chair, just without a headrest, which the headrest didn't really fit my head anyway, so it would have been more for for looks than anything. Aesthetic. Um, Ima- imagine, yeah. imagine an aesthetic. Yeah, and they had, the, they, they had like a, a one that was like the mesh. It was the same chair, the same one on sale. But it had blue mesh, and really, it, it, I just did not want it to clash with my blue screen, which doesn't make any sense now that I think about it, because like I'd be sitting in the chair. So no one would. You know what? It's it, it, it shit happens, Green. You don't have to. Don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so conflicted now. So, <laughs> gonna return it. I did have a quick question. I'm someone who's like a leaner. I like to lean on the hmm. armrests. Are those? It looks like it's just like solid. a rubber phone. It's solid. Uh, no, they're they're like a. Uh, there's very little gift to them, but they're comfortable. And they're adjustable. You can adjust them up and down. You can adjust. You cannot adjust them in and out, like the chair that uh, you currently have. Uh, but I mean, it it feels good. That I would say is one one of my other gripes. I wish it was like maybe an inch wider for a little bit extra room because as, as i said before i'm not like above saying it i, I am a, a hefty boy so i like having some extra space but i mean i still fit in it and it doesn't like pinch me or anything like that so uh, it uh yeah it, they're good armrests they feel good they're not like overly hard to where like they leave like like uh indentations into your arm um, so that like they're still like a little soft, like a little give, but enough to you know be noticeable. I would uh, like to point out real quick that Green did uh, did mention that he wishes it was an inch wider, making it known that one inch can go a long ways. One inch can go a long ways. One to go. It's not the size that matters; it's how comfortable you sit on it. In it, in it, in it. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <sighs> yeah uh, i'm looking at it right now it's d- definitely seems like a good buy um, and as i said uh, go to staples actually try out the chairs right now they're doing like a whole bunch of sales on, on chairs just because it's like the uh, beginning of the year and everyone's still working from home yeah you gotta, you gotta try out that new model yeah you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get drive that. it Get it snug in your ass, yeah. And if you don't fart in two of those uh, test chairs, you failed. (laughs) True. You know, actually, that's a great question. Um, With this new mesh chair, do you miss the warming feeling of passing gas into your chair? 
No, because I usually wear sweatpants, so it, I mean, it does the effect anyways. <laughs> ah, fair. Fair. Heat spreads. That's thermodynamics, Danny. Don't be silly. <laughs> well, I didn't have any. I didn't have any question, any more questions about it. It seems like a nice chair, though. Yeah, it's it's very nice. I've, I've, I recommend this chair, um, especially if you're you know a heavier set person. Um, it is very comfortable, um, and it's sturdy. Like I, I have not noticed any any issues so far. Um, I've had it for a little over a week now, I think, or maybe a week to the day. But it it's it's worth it. Yeah, no flex or give. No flex or give. No. Nope. Excellent. So we could listen to this, uh, or I could I could sit in this chair and listen to you talk about FIFA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's get into this, and then we'll do a break. <laughs> so, um... FIFA. FIFA. Yeah, uh, an interesting scandal. An interesting scandal, especially because FIFA Ultimate Team is uh, something that gets a lot of scrutiny over its... Um, it's over its business practices. Um, and EA has confirmed this has been happening, uh, which is that someone with back end knowledge and access has been illicitly selling FIFA ultimate team cards to players for large sums of cash. No. And, uh, these are hundreds or thousands of dollars in terms of large sums of cash. I have a quote here from EA. <clears throat> quote, it appears that one or more EA accounts, which were either compromised or being used inappropriately by somebody within EA, directly entitled items to these individual accounts. The alleged behavior is unacceptable, and in no way do we condone granting or purchasing player items in exchange for money. This practice runs counter to the game's competitive integrity, is a violation of EA's user agreement, and is not something we tolerate. We do not allow the trade or sale of items outside our game for many reasons, including that it would create an unequal playing field in our community. End quote. Um... EA has said that the investigation is ongoing and will take action against any employee who is involved with the items being removed from the game and permanently banning players who have purchased them through this mean, uh, through these means. So just on, on its face, an absolutely ridiculous situation. It also just goes to the point of, um, apparently people ultimate team cards actually do have value you can put a price tag on them which is something we've been debating for a while and apparently it's significant <laughs> and it's significant it's almost like uh it's almost like a csgo skin oh lord right like the pay two dollars and fifty cents for a thousand dollar skin <laughs> that you go and like have to like take three extra steps to cash out on um so you might be curious because I kind of was about what kind of system that was being abused here. And the situation was designed for testing and for customer support. So if you had like a FIFA ultimate team account that was wrongly banned or somehow lost something due to, um, due to some sort of glitch, this would be the system that they would use to entitle your account to an item, um, in order to test or to give you back your purchases. Uh, quote, here's another quote here for you guys. Regardless of these actions, we appreciate how concerning this is to all of our players, and we apologize for the impact of these improper grants within the community. We also appreciate how extremely annoying and frustrating it is that this practice might have come from within EA. We're angry too. We know that the trust of our communities is a hard-earned and is based on principle of fair play. This illicit activity shakes that trust. Excuse me. Um, we've been clear since the creation of Ultimate Team that items cannot be exchanged outside our game. And that's how we keep our game safe from manipulation and bad actors. This, uh, just as my own little uh, insert here, it's also how you guys keep yourselves um, legally uh, clear from gambling charges. But that's uh, another aside. Um, going back that's to the quote. We could go on forever. <laughs> yep. Um, back to the quote. Uh, quote, this is a breach of that principle as well and we won't let it stand 
We will not stand for them getting away with making money on our properties. <laughs> That's our money. That's our money. Exactly. That's exactly how this whole situation feels. Uh, which, I mean, to be fair, yes. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, yes. It is their money. <laughs> no one no one has the right to make money off of EA in that way. That is basically stealing. I, I'm going to actually not say basically it is stealing. It's 100% stealing, but it's EA, so it's, it's so it's so sweet at the same time. <laughs> it's hard to feel bad for EA. <laughs> it's like shame on you, Mr. Steely person or Mrs. Miss Steely person? I don't know. For L Steely person. Wait, oh shit, it's still masculine. I don't know. For Steely person. No, but haha, EA. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, green. You got to take. So uh, these cards have uh, like different like skill gaps, right? As far as I, uh, as far as I'm aware, like each character has their own like particular like stat levels and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Yep. Yes. So the audacity. The audacity (laughs) to quote say create an unequal playing field for our community. They've already done that themselves. Ooh, got him. So yeah, like, the audacity of these quotes to begin with. But still, yeah. like, I, I get it. You know, it's their property. But like, it it never would have happened if they didn't have the system in, in in set in in the first place. Yeah, if you didn't have a gambling anything anything monetarily involved in anything can be rigged. So you know, you put money in there and it can be gambled on. People will go out of their ways to just buy the shit for cheaper. Any any extra money funneling into games should be purely cosmetic. Purely, purely. Yeah, it's, they 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 knew this with with uh, Battlefront Two that people are gonna get like it, it, shit's gonna go down when you have something that can be like granted yes it can be earned in game but take forever or you can have someone who spends twenty dollars buy the by the packs and has all these fucking characters. Mm-hmm. So that system should have been gone, long gone. Like it's literally pay to win. Yeah, they don't care. It's FIFA. People pay it. Yeah, the old FIFA. FIFA, which is crazy because like no one I know plays FIFA. It's more of like a European thing. Yeah, I knew one guy that ever played FIFA, and he liked to drink and drive. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> Wow, that is there a correlation? I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying there's a correlation, but I'm not saying it's coincidence. <laughs> Perception is reality. Get good, scrubs. <laughs> Fifa. All right. Uh, yeah. So you kind of you kind of made uh, some comments there that I wanted to just expand upon. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. It's like the it's pay to win and it's like EA being mad that someone they, they paid ma- someone else to win. <laughs> they paid someone else to win. <laughs> exactly. Um, God damn it, they paid somebody else a lot of money so they could win. That's yeah. our money. That's our money. That's our money that we wanted children to gamble with. <laughs> um Again, so it, my parting statement on this is don't be stupid. I don't don't try to like buy FIFA Ultimate Team cards. It's don't not worth FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make that statement. Don't play <laughs> FIFA. Don't pay more than like the AAA MSRP yeah. for a game. Like yeah. ever. Like even free to play games, it's really hard like for me to ever say, yeah, put money into this. I'm yeah, conv- go ahead. I mean, we'll think about it with free to play games. You most of them have a battle pass system in place where all you got to do is buy one battle pass. And if you if you save those tokens, the the premium currency that you get in the battle pass, it will pay for the next season's battle pass. So, I mean, exactly. 10, 10 bucks, 10 bucks for a battle pass and you're done unless you get greedy. Yeah. I want an heirloom. I want an heirloom, damn it. Dude, I, I bought the Gibraltar heirloom. Fuck off. i you know i'm competitive in dual links and i still haven't spent a dime just putting that out there just get good 
You don't like it's not FIFA. <laughs> my car, my Yu-Gi-Oh cards are better than your FIFA Ultimate Team cards. Fight me, and I didn't spend any money on them. And cheaper, yeah, cheaper. They're free ninety-nine. Yeah, I haven't spent a damn dime, a damn dime. Just play your dailies, you'll be fine. It's, it's play to win, not pay to win, scrubs. <laughs> How are you going to buy an aimbot, you loser? <laughs> Speaking of aimbots. A lot of first-person titles coming to uh, a lot of a lot of new first-person titles coming to Xbox. Do we want to talk about that after the break? Oh, let's do it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll be back in two minutes. Are you a coffee lover? Do you need a little pep in your step in the morning? What about knowing where your coffee comes from? Is that important? Well, try Grampian Roast Coffee on Etsy. That's Grampian, G-R-A-M-P-I-A-N, and see our selection of single-origin and blended coffees. Use code REVSVEN, R-E-V-S-V-E-N, at checkout to save 15% off of your purchase. All right, and we're back. I can't see a goddamn thing. Yeah, I really feel like <laughs> I really feel like we need to explain what happened because it absolutely broke me. We went yeah. to break. Rev went to go look at something, and all of a sudden, his... Is it like a desk lamp? No, so I have, I have two adjustable... Um, studio lights here. They're both controlled remotely and without touching a fucking thing on the remote, this little bitch over here decided to get really bright for no reason and blinded me. I still can't see right, dude. It it looked... Have you guys ever seen like the movies where like they have like the the briefcase or whatever and they open up the briefcase and it's just like light? Like... (gasps) I'm going to close my eyes and show you how bright it was. Get ready. Yeah, legit. There it is. I just look over and he's just <laughs> engulfed in light, like and like an angel came down from the sky and said, "Be not and afraid, fuck my Mary." Pockets, dude. <laughs> that angel just stuck its angelic. Never mind. Right in the sockets. Do you do you think that's why the Virgin Mary was still considered a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> Does AS count? We all know it doesn't. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> sacrilegial aside, um, let's talk about the uh, Bethesda and Microsoft acquisition deal being finalized. The ink <sighs> is dry. You guys, and it's a fat deal, dude. Such. Yeah. What I would argue to say one of the biggest acquisitions of the last several years. I would say one of the biggest acquisitions of probably the last couple de- decades. Yeah, that's. I, mean, uh, I think that's fair. In terms of gaming, crazy. or in terms of general, because like it, media in general, probably yeah, in general. No, I mean, Disney yeah. bought Fox. And I, that was a I'm pretty big deal. Gaming. Disney bought everything. They didn't just buy Fox. They bought Disney owned everything. me. Disney <laughs> owns my house. But uh, but no, I, I mean in gaming for sure. Yeah, uh, and it's one of the bigger ones in media. I mean, it's just not as big as Disney buying everything. Yeah, I try do not, not to count. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Yeah, I I try not to count Disney doing anything because they're. Uh, I don't so much see Disney as a company anymore as much as I see them as an entity. They just are. <laughs> they just am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for anyone that was curious, the price tag of the deal was seven point five billion dollars with a B. With a B. Uh. And we talked about this before, what it could possibly mean. We know a little bit more solid details of what this is going to mean for uh, gamers. Uh, Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, said at a Bethesda and Xbox roundtable uh, last week, quote, uh, if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. That's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building. Not to be confused with Phil Spector. Yes. <laughs> Let's um, go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> uh, we also learned uh, that they're holding their previous contractual obligations for games like Deathloop with Sony. Uh, quote, there's contractual obligations that's going to... that's. <clears throat> let me start that over again. Quote, there's contractual obligations that we're going to see through as we always do in every one of these instances. 
we have games that exist on other platforms and we're going to go su we're going to go support those games on the platform they're on there's communities of players and we love those communities and we'll continue to invest in them which it, i mean yeah that's fine I see no problem with that. I mean, if you buy uh, a PlayStation because you wanted to play Deathloop, you can still do that. Good on you. I'm curious how long those exclusives are going to last. Where they're just like, yeah, you got a year of exclusivity on on PS5. And then on it's Xbox. all going to be ours. Yeah. But it came with a lot of uh, big... A lot of other news, too. Rev. Yeah, so... News. They're, they're going to be instituting a new feature called FPS Boost. Um, basically, long story short, there are going to be five titles. Uh, they were Skyrim, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Prey, and um, what was the other one? There was one more. Was it Dishonored? Um, Dishonored, yes. Dishonored 1. Those five titles are actually going to have this feature called FPS Boost because they, they used to run at 30 frames per second. But through this FPS boost software, it's going to actually boost these gameplay, uh, the gameplay to 60 frames per second for a smoother playback on older titles, which I thought was a really, really interesting concept. I'm curious if the FPS boost is going to break Fallout 76. Because, More than it already broke itself. Well, an early bug in Fallout 76 was your speed being directly tied to your frame rate so you could glitch the game by unlocking the frame rate and moving faster than anyone else in the game interesting yeah your yeah, character speed was gonna pan out yeah so hopefully they fix that on uh fallout 76 which you know the, again another interesting thing that came out of this whole situation and i don't have direct quotes but todd howard kind of admitted finally that everything with fallout 76 they did wrong with that release and that they're a big hope from Bethesda's point of view on this is that they will uh, avoid that, avoid those mistakes in the future that they're going to have the infrastructure and the support to know how to fix these problems in the future. It, it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's dude. It, that game has had so much bad just all the bad well i i've heard now that it's in a state that's not like it's in an acceptable state now i have a friend who keeps saying that i need to get it and play it with him uh on playstation 4 or 5 something like that uh like he swears up up and down it's a better game it's just uh it's gonna be a no for me dog <laughs> I'm I'm willing to try it now when they have a free weekend. I will I will if they have a free weekend anytime soon, I will certainly try it and see. Because That's fair. they've had what, 2 years now? A little over uh, right around 2 years that they can that they've had to fix the game. So I'm willing to try it now because uh, as I said, it sounds like it's at a state where it's playable. It's not I'm completely didn't give up on it. I like uh, EA gave up on Anthem. They shut yeah. that down. Yeah, we they just finally we pulled the plug on it. Which we didn't talk about, but yeah, rip, rip Anthem players because that was <laughs> such a hype game, and it, I mean, it, it it went out to sixty bucks, and they just never all the things that they said they were going to do for it, they never did. And essentially relaunched the game. Uh, yeah, they marketed it as a destiny killer and you know destiny is still on its it's one broken leg kicking, still, kicking. <laughs> still kicking but like nothing's really dethroned like the whole looter shooter king that is destiny not yet there no nobody's been able to step up to that plate which was sad because uh like anthem looked so good at the with their early like renderings and stuff like that and then it's like they completely changed the game like six months before launch it's the same with with the 76 76 was promising like a lot of good shit and it was just bare well just trash yeah a lot of people behind or a lot of people that looked at 76 
had a feeling like there's obviously the people who bought into the hype and stuff like that but there's a lot of people who looked at it and saw it technically was still fallout 4 and uh like myself i was highly skeptical of it just because it was built on the fallout 4 stuff i'm like that's really old shit like they're gonna be able to do the things that they think it's gonna do and then to come out and be like oh yeah no it totally was not built for multiplayer that entire i mean it was hobbled together held together by by duct tape in dreams and then have like 11 people in the stand and e3 just paid to drink and go <laughs> yep yep they yeah. they did it smart hey they, they always do it smart at ea they're like all right let's get them liquored up before we give them food that way they're excited about anything it's like i just had a beer fart <sighs> they'll cheer on my biggest thing there. with the with the bethesda microsoft uh, deal is that uh, they start releasing uh, Elder Scrolls 6. How the fuck are they going to like port it to every fucking console on the planet? They're not going to be able to do that anymore. Microsoft is going to be like, no. Which is ironic. That's like Skyrim was ported to fucking everything. Like, true. Big news, guys. We have Skyrim for the Switch and Skyrim for the PlayStation 5. Now, they can't do that with the 6. We have Skyrim for the Apple Watch. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that was the best Skyrim port, okay? <laughs> you you <sighs> haven't you don't even know how to play Skyrim until you've played it on your Fitbit. Yeah. Like playing a walking simulator while walking is like the best experience. I mean, it, the 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 marketing practically writes its fucking self, dude. Yeah. Now, what I want is a nice cleaned up port of Fallout 3 that I can run on Windows 10. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking waste of money. I, have I told you guys about this? No, no. Tell me. Tell me. More, I bought tell me more. I bought Fallout 3, even running it in a, in a um, compatibility mode, running it as an administrator. I, I've tried so many different things. I think I might have to try to find a mod, but I cannot run Fallout 3 on Windows 10 cannot i can run new vegas fine new vegas runs perfectly can't run fallout 3 and i'm hmm. fucking mad about it i'm glad i only spent like two dollars and fifty cents on it on a steam sale like five years ago i bet it's your i bet it i bet it's your i bet it's your outdated graphics card 100 graphics card <laughs> issues it's my it's my graphics card that came out five or uh five years after the game came out yep yeah, that's one hundred percent. It's it's the graphics <laughs> card. You need to get your you need to get yourself one of those thirty series graphics cards, my guy. One of them. Oh wait, never mind. They're being scalped. Oh, I. Uh, you know, it would actually be uh, really helpful if they maybe made those things not so attractive to uh, crypto miners. Crypto no. bros. Yeah, if, it would be something really amazing if NVIDIA, I don't know, added some sort of crypto mining limiter to their cards. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, wait. Maybe we should talk about it. But didn't they already do that? Didn't they already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because then they started making CPMs. And they said that the crypto mining limiter on the RTX 3060 was unhackable. Don't ever fucking say that. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> By the way, the uh, the crypto mining, uh, d d since we're covering stories that we've already previously talked about, um, yeah, the the crypto mining limiters on the RTX 3060 have officially been cracked. Uh, since the announcement that they were going to um, add this crypto mining limiter, uh, there have been rumors of it getting cracked, but now it's been confirmed by PC Watch that a hacker on Guru 3D on the Guru 3D forum uh, cracked the limiters by backtracking uh, to the developer driver version uh, to 40. I'm sorry, 470.05. So basically, all they did was roll back the firmware. <laughs> um. And someone, just, uh, zombie, just asked, didn't they say it was unhackable like a week ago? This is the reason why you never Literally. say it. 
literally a week say ago we discovered this he, that's like okay real quick real quick side note just uh, just about a month and a half ago dana white comes out and says any of you people planning on pirating the ufc fights tonight we're gonna catch you we're gonna catch you you're not gonna take us to espn plus servers were down for a half of that pay-per-view card stop pissing off the evil people on well not evil the chaotic people online there's stop it <laughs> And I mean this, I'm not going to say that way. There, there's a certain 4chan and Reddit are weaponized neckbeardedness. Mm-hmm. And they will weaponize themselves at the slightest provocation. The slightest provocation. Don't tempt them. They will do it. Whatever it is that you, whether it's pirating something, don't want like you'll never take down our website or you'll never hack our hardware don't tempt yeah, them don't even say it like don't, don't say, say it. these s- people the people that hacked this probably aren't even data mining they they just did it because they could yeah oh my god oh, dude okay and- i can tell you right now there was one movie that tells you 100% of the time don't say these things and it was titanic god himself couldn't sink this ship Bleep, dead Stop it. Perfect yeah. Analogy. Well, and to your point, Green, yeah, they probably weren't even the ones uh, going on to do crypto mining. They were probably waiting to sell it to crypto miners. Oh, yeah. There's people There's people that will hack systems just to get the, a job at that company uh, to get paid to show them how to not ha- get hacked. Yeah. Like, they'll do it, and they'll be like, this is what I did. You know, hire me. I can fix this. It's um, like, so like, fuck. There's a technical term for it. I think it's like exploit. It's um, exploit selling. I think I, I'm not sure exactly how that works. Or uh, exploit bounty. I'm sorry. Um, there is so real quick. The the workaround that they found is not foolproof. Um, and it does leave a lot to be desired for miners. It also basically requires these people to kind of expose themselves because you have to log into the NVIDIA website to get the driver back, uh, to, to do a rollback. Um, so, yeah, uh, Green, you had a little bit more on this. Yeah, so NVIDIA confirmed that they themselves accidentally unlocked Ethereum mining on the RTX 3060. Uh, the same cards that they said would never be hackable, and yet they played themselves. Uh, as you said previously, it was from a developer driver, um, which removed the ha- uh the hash rate limiter when they went back to that developer driver. Um, the driver has since been removed, says an Nvidia spokesperson. So, I'm not sure if like it will be continued issue. Uh, but yeah, Nvidia played themselves. Uh, and that just shows that computer systems are uh not unhackable. Uh, it's only worse when the company themselves actually makes the mistake. Because it was on NVIDIA, NVIDIA's part in the first place. Yeah. And it's also just, what do we say? Like, it, was, it wasn't it was going to help. <laughs> it wasn't going to help life, anyone's case. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> Hackers uh, uh, find a way. Yeah. Yeah, don't... <laughs> Again, the internet, especially 4chan and, and Reddit, will weaponize themselves. Don't give them a reason to. Don't poke the nerds. <laughs> don't poke the nerds. Just don't poke the nerds. The, those nerdy bears. Yeah, they saw, it, they saw it as a fucking challenge and they took it. <laughs> hey, oh, our cards are unhackable. Excuse me, bitch. It's like, and go. And then next thing you know, done. done. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't have anything else other than just like poke fun at the obvious failure that this was. Uh, I think Linus, even when the uh, Linus tech tips, when the announcement was made, he's like, he was even joking about how firmware has been hacked several times over and that he he had no faith in in this protection. Uh, So, yeah, seems. It seems uh, pretty Pretty silly. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention that I forgot. Uh, 
to include in the show notes. There is an update to the NZXT story that we covered a little while ago. Mm. Uh, it seems that uh, the fix is in. Uh, Steve from Gamers Nexus put out a video where they inspected uh, the replacement part for the, the PCIe riser specifically, and it seems the, that everything is good. It's for the NZXT H1 case, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. They were catching on fire. Yeah. Uh, so the the problem uh, is I can uh, kind of relate it to people here was that um, <clears throat> there's a PCIe riser where there's two plastic bits and then through the center of this PCIe riser, so kind of sandwiched in there, there was a conductive layer that would get in contact with a support screw that would cause a short and therefore a fire. They have sent out new, they have uh, tested and sent out new PCIe risers that seem to have been the correct fix. Uh, again, Gamers Nexus has good uh, videos and resources on it. Go support them. Uh, they're the ones that did all the work on that stuff. And they're the so ones they that would determine even more. Yeah. PCIe riser. What is that, Danny? Well, so the PCIe riser. So it's a the case is, a, is it a mini ITX? I believe so. It's a it's very small. It's, yeah. It's, it's, so it's, it's a very a small boy. It's a very compact case. Um, so the PCIe riser was a, is a piece that is used to connect the graphics card to the motherboard in a different manner, right? So it like, imagine this, an extension cord. Yeah. Basically. Imagine if you will, imagine if you will, an extension cord, imagine all the people. Imagine Gal Gadot getting <laughs> shit on for singing that song in her camera during a pandemic. Couldn't be me. From her from her palace. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that seems to be a good fix. Um, if you have the NZXT H1 case and you haven't received your PCIe riser, make sure you go check out uh, their support page and see what all you need to do to get your replacement. And keep that, keep in mind the you know, to you know even if you feel comfortable not doing that go ahead and do it in case you sell it to somebody later and they need to make a modification to it and something gets jiggled in there weird and you're not burning somebody else's house down you know just, yeah it's a free fix just do it exactly I give kudos to NZXT for actually like sending these out and being pro you know proactive with it yeah. yeah they they didn't handle the situation the best at the beginning with the way they were talking to the gamers Nexus guys about it because that's who it was right it was gamers yeah. nexus mm -hmm. yeah they, the way they were communicating with them wasn't necessarily the best and then kind of like taking credit for discovering it when they were informed that was a little iffy but they they kind of pulled it together in a way that a lot of companies don't do and and kind of got it all out there the way it should be handled yeah because yeah, a lot of companies would be like it it's sold it's done you know it's it's as is we'll we'll swap the parts out for future cases but all the previous mm -hmm. ones you're shit out of luck most cases or most companies would do that yeah yeah and i i'm so. not sure where they're at with the rollout um because when i watched the nzx the uh the gamers nexus video on the nzxt case um they said the only way that nzxt can really fuck up now is by delaying people or having poor customer service so I don't know exactly where they're at with that. If you have the NZXT H1 case, go to the NZXT customer support and see what all you have to do in order to get that sent to you out in pronto. They're going to roll them out like NVIDIA does 3,000 uh, 3, serious cards <laughs> all at once and say, fuck you. Hey, can you imagine Dude. scalpers buying those PCIe risers and then trying to sell it for a profit? I don't know about <laughs> you, but my house is certainly worth more than seventy dollars. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was I think a free. They're not case. selling them. They're no, not they're selling not selling them. them. No, yeah, they're, but like intercept the the shipment. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to spend some money if you don't want to burn your house down. They hijack the FedEx plane <laughs> just for these. PCIe risers. Oof. Our fantasies are getting kind of wild here, guys. Fantasies are always dark. I don't know. They're probably altered in some way today because I can smell I can smell sound. <laughs> can you smell fear? 
I, I can I can smell 5G and I can understand the conspiracies now. But you can't <laughs> see shit. But I can't see a fucking thing. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me get this right. I can't see a fucking thing. <laughs> Rev, <laughs> Rev can smell sound, but can he see why kids love the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Because <laughs> it's the best goddamn cereal in the world. Nah, it's like top three, though. That's a debate for next episode. <laughs> uh, is there anything else we want to talk about before ending the show? No, I think we we pretty much got that. It's it's been a, kind of another slow week, you know. Like we we keep running into these like slowish weeks. There hadn't been a lot happening since the holiday seasons are over and whatnot. Maybe yeah. next week, like a factory old, I don't know, flood or something. At, magically uncover like a million. 3070s or something like that. <laughs> I like, I ta-da. I did see uh, an article and I was tempted to talk about it, but I also just didn't want to depress myself more than I already have been this week. But it was basically being like, yeah, Nvidia's uh, shortage might not end in quarter three. It might last until quarter four. <laughs> I'm like, oh god. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Green, tell us what's coming up on your channel. Um, I'm probably going to be playing some more Apex. I've been really enjoying playing Apex. Uh, I picked up Escape from Tarkov, um, which we'll be playing here relatively soon, hopefully. Um, I've heard that I very much will hate my myself and punch myself in the balls over this game more than Warzone, but uh, we'll see. Um, you can catch all of that on twitch.tv forward slash Elite. Um, everything else, socials are Mr. Greenland as well, and I'm also posting a lot on TikTok. So if you if you got a TikTok and wanna wanna support your green boy, uh, that's also Mr. Greenland. Do it. Follow him on TikTok. Posting pretty solid content. Just saying. Padre. Oh, what's coming up for me? Shit, dude. I wish I knew. Um, I I really have zero idea at the moment. I think I may I think I may goof around with um with kindergarten too. I I may hold off on little nightmares too for a little bit longer. Um, kindergarten was a hilarious game, so I may go ahead and continue down my list and start kindergarten or uh, kindergarten two. Um, it promises to be uh gorier and more dark than the other, with so many kindergartners getting killed in creative ways. Um. And then over on YouTube, I think I'm going to put out a video on Donut Country. Um, it looks like a really, or Donut, is it Donut Country or Donut County? Whichever one it is. Um, it, it seems like a lot of fun, kind of a laid back game. And it seems like it could be a lot of fun to do that over on YouTube. Uh, regardless, you can find me over on here on Twitch or over on YouTube at RevsFin. Or you can find me anywhere else on the interwebs at RevsFin TV. Excellent. Sorry for that gap there. I had to yawn. Um, God damn, I, knew, I didn't know it was that boring. Gee. No, I'm sorry. It's just I've been very, very um, exhausted and stressed lately. Understandable. Uh, <laughs> so coming up on my channel, uh, in terms of streams, I'm not sure if I'll really be streaming this week. I'm going to continue playing Pixelmon. I got invited to a private Pixelmon server. We actually just added the Biomes of Plenty uh, mod because apparently Pixelmon re almost requires Biomes of Plenty for extra Pokemons. So oh. that will be coming up uh i will say next week on the show we have uh jordan from dude where's my cards podcast it's a podcast focusing on card games i'm also going to review gwent uh next week so it'll be a fun filled card horrific episode next week so join us for that and uh i will say next week's episode will be an hour earlier so if you uh join us every week uh we go live at 7 p.m cst central standard time we'll be going live at 6 p.m cst next week so mark your calendars for that uh you'll see us tweet about that and all that good shit as well uh i don't really have anything planned for youtube right now um and uh that's about it you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at danny k d-i-n-i-e-c-a-e these guys have been pressuring me to join tiktok maybe i'll do tiktok i don't know maybe. join tiktok 
be a man. Be a man. <laughs> well, shit. Now they've made it, so I have to. Um, so I don't know. Look out. Look don't out worry for that. about your personal data. <laughs> be a government man. already has it. Who cares if another government has it? Come on now. What are they going to do with man. it? Yeah. <laughs> Return your credit in a better standing. Right. One can mm. only hope. One can only hope. Um, don't forget, we have a question of the week. Our question this week is, what if Zelda was a girl? Again, dude from the Nintendo games, green green clothes, Master Sword. Those super old Nintendo games from yeah. like the 1960s. That nobody like, really they, likes. Didn't they come in like a chrome cartridge? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. I those it came f- with a complimentary bag of Werther's Originals. Mm-hmm. I also heard useful if I recall. I've also heard that their fans just aren't like they're not defensive at all. Never, never. Uh, so yeah, what if Zelda was a girl? What if Zelda was a girl? Let us know in the YouTube comments down below. How would it change the outcome of the games? Exactly. Um. So. Don't forget the question of the week. If you guys miss any part of the show, you guys can catch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you guys want to help support the show, there's a few ways you can do it. You guys can leave a like, subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, But the best, number one, top tier way to help support the show is by telling your friends. Tell Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends, be a friend. Be a friend. Also, I no one took me up on it, but if you guys like retweet the show and tag me, I'll give you a shout out on the show. Right at the top of the show. Yeah, you don't have to you don't have to sub and then cancel ten minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you guys read like if you guys tweet the show out and tag me, I will go on the show and say that dude's got a big dick. Just straight up. That True. dude, biggest dick. I saw it. It fucking like my forearm, guys. Like a like a like a like a tall boy can of Red Bull sitting there. He, <laughs> like a sleeve like of a, tennis balls hanging there. A sleeve a of tennis balls pack just uh, hanging there. <laughs> like a like a tube sock a tube sock full of billiard balls sitting there. Exactly. That is no joke. No joke. There's so there's too there is such thing as too much horn talk and a, be, a fella better be aware of it. So uh, until next week, guys. Stay safe, stay warm, keep fighting the good fight, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye! I love you.